Hello everybody and welcome back to The Funk Diaries. I am Jocelyn. And I'm Jane. And today we have a very special guest with us. Yeah! Jasmine. Woo-hoo. She's making a return. Return of Guys, this two can sing so well. <laughs> you guys, I'm waiting for you guys to make a sister Instagram channel. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. it's yeah. coming. Um, Monday. It might be good to have her back because for some people, mental health illnesses or mental health struggles don't get triggered by anything. But then in some cases, for example, I think in this one, it does get triggered by something. Um, could be physical, could be something that happened in life. So, um, and I think this is maybe something that's very underrated in terms of how it can affect your mental. Mm-hmm. So we just thought it'd be awesome to get you back to With talk about perspective. it. Perspective, and also I think she's young. Yeah. Um. I think. Yeah. I mean, she's not that much younger than we are. No, but eighteen but is like, younger. Yeah. We're Loki. <laughs> so, don't forget. Don't be airing my age like that. Um, <laughs> I don't. I guess I still think about you like being in secondary school. And I see like the number of young people who you're around mm. and I think it's also very good to hear it from a person from a very young, young person's, person's perspective. perspective. Um hi Jazz. Hello. How, How are you? I'm okay. I'm fine, thank you. I'm a bit nervous. Don't be nervous. This Aww. is like the first time I'm actually speaking about it properly. So. I think it's gonna be very freeing for you. I think in a way you've been hiding this for a very long time in terms of how you dress and whether you go here and what you do, I think this is gonna be very Freeing. I feel like I had no idea properly. I didn't have. I had no clue till she said it. Yeah. Okay. Or I didn't notice it either. Mm-mm. What that I, I think, had it or like yeah. didn't. Okay. I don't had think it. I. Me being a sister, I don't think I noticed it had gotten worse until I don't know until it started becoming a bigger conversation in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. I had no clue. Well. Especially, I've known Jasmine really long. Everybody should remember that Jane and I were besties before Jocelyn came into the picture. Boring. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that people can be going through so much that you wouldn't know. You don't know about it. But I think the best thing to start off with is can you explain to us what exactly psoriasis is? Okay, so, um, in? Um, (laughs) psoriasis is an autoimmune disorder slash disease. Um, whereby my immune system works too quickly or essentially doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And so my skin cells recharge and create too fast, basically. And so it causes me to have patches, um, red patches, flaky skin, just extra skin and sores. So imagine like loads of scabs on your skin. Mm. That's essentially what it is. Um, there isn't a cure, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but there are treatment plans, and whether that be physical medication, um, creams, or for example, I went underwent um, phototherapy, which is going under a UV light for twelve weeks or twenty weeks. Um, Not that consistently, help? as in like with no, 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 as in like <laughs> no, I went, <laughs> no, I went um, three times a week uh, every morning. That was such a journey. It helped for a couple of months, but they told me it could come back. It might not. Unfortunately, my so came something back to keep on worse. Doing. So you can't do it really? two years in like consecutively. I have to. I'd have to wait another year, I think, to go back and do it. Really? Because it's too. It's too much. Too much. For, oh wow. Um, it's too much UV, and then obviously 
I'm already not allowed to really be out in the sun too much after mm-hmm. that. So if I were to do that again, mm-hmm. it's just a lot. Really long. So, so are you yeah. in like a sorry, I'm very intrigued. Are you in like a kind of like a sunbed type no, thing? Well, it's like a vertical sunbed. So oh, okay. you stand up. The, my first session, I think I was in there for thirty seconds. The last session was fifteen minutes, um, and as the weeks went on, went on um, it got harder, obviously, because it's a very small, it's very claustrophobic space. So yeah, it was it was quite difficult, and obviously. I had to be there, obviously I was in school, so I had to be there every morning at like half seven or eight o'clock. So I missed like first period. It was a journey, but I had to do it too. Was um, it pain, like was the process painful? No, it's it? warm. Okay. That's it. It's not, it's, it wasn't painful. Um, yeah. It was maybe emotionally painful. Cause I remember the first, I went for my consultation mm. and essentially I've been waiting to do phototherapy for God knows how many years. I got there and said, uh, we don't think you are the right candidate. Oh, no. And I said, babe, <laughs> no. I am the right what candidate today. <laughs> and I just cried. I was like, why am I crying? But I cried. I literally thought that day I went for the consultation, I was going to get mm, the thing. Mm. She told me, you'll know. And I said, you you have to be kidding me. She was like, because you've got school. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But... Luckily, two weeks later, I got a random phone call in school. She said, oh, we're ready. Like, you can come and book your appointments. I was like, thank you, Jesus. So I went. And it worked for a couple of weeks, but it came back, unfortunately. So when did it, for you... So wait, you didn't experience this when you were younger? It wasn't a thing? I've had psoriasis... Oh, sorry. ...since I was, like, two. Like, I don't remember not having it. How did you tackle it then? Or did you, was it not really, like, did it not affect you mentally? Or the, it didn't affect me mentally because, as I said in last week's episode, we didn't have social media, we didn't have beauty standards. Mm. Um, I just didn't care, like... You were still a child, you were just yeah, doing I, stuff. I only realised it was there because it hurt. Like, I used to have it... When I was a kid, it was more on my upper body, so my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sore, and I used to pick it and, like, mm. be frustrated about it. And that was, that was the only issue. But in terms of my mental health, it didn't phase me. I just like I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I, didn't, paying I wasn't paying attention. Like, I wasn't paying attention. I just wanted Lenny Kelly's. And, um, <laughs> I got oh into that God, shoe for the makeup. Kelly's. Oh yeah, I didn't wear those shoes. I just needed the inside and those like those school school shoes with the dolls inside. That was all I really cared about. Those were like, lit. Dolls inside Clarks. Clarks. You, you like, lift up like the inner sole, yeah, and there was the a doll inside your shoe. That you take and play with. Yeah, and then what? you all had your dolls, and like it was it was cool. That's that was what yeah, I focused my attention on. So no, I didn't have issues with was that. In that sense. Okay. Yeah. So when when did it then stop? Like, what was happening when you started realizing, like, oh gosh, like, I feel a bit uncomfortable. Uh, I would say the latter part of secondary school. So, I think for me, it got worse GCSE time, and essentially with the right. GCSE time is a terrible time for everybody. <laughs> it's like, it was bad. Um, but essentially for. To maintain psoriasis, you need good diet, sleep, the medicines that are provided to you, and no stress. And obviously, with GCSE came stress because of um, writing exams and revising and all of that kind of stuff. And so that caused my psoriasis to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so stress equals flare up, flare up equals insecurity, insecurity equals stress, and then it's just a cycle, mm. and it just gets worse and worse. So. I'd say when I was 14 or 15, that's when I got psoriasis badly. 
um, it's got like on my legs, my elbows. So yeah, that's when it started to affect my mental health deeply, I'd say. When it comes to exams and any time I am stressed, then it comes with a lot of self-consciousness and insecurities. Does it ever make you feel like, okay, like if it's a party or something, you're like, okay, I don't want to go? Oh, 100%. I, I literally changed my whole style and my whole personnel. I like I was the one in school who wore dresses and all those cute kind of things and I had to stop because got on my elbows, got on my legs and I would never ever ever be caught dead walking outside where someone could see my psoriasis and I think summer of GCSE where I was supposed to be enjoying myself, I didn't go out. I didn't I had a breakdown at the beginning of summer because I had I opened my wardrobe and there was nothing. Simultaneously my friends wanted to go out every weekend and I was like, I'm not going anywhere because is summer I can't wear a jumper I can't wear jeans I'll be hot like also yeah. if I'm to put on jeans it will frustrate my skin yeah. so I was like I'm stuck and I was so frustrated with myself because I was not allowing myself to enjoy myself mm. but I couldn't I couldn't because I just like yeah I was just spiraling down a hole mm. yeah you've spoken about like the physical in terms mm. of like how it meant that you couldn't wear certain clothes and you were trying to hide. Like, I know for you, for example, you're very conscious about, like, whatever you're buying, it has to be below your knee. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're buying, the sleeve has to be below your elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you explain to us more deeply, like, how that affected your mental? And if you have kind of overcome it or if you haven't, like, what steps are you kind of taking towards doing that? But start off, first of all, like, how it affected your mental and did you you said earlier that you didn't have mental health issues before? Not that I know of. Like I've I've only ever linked my mental health to like my older age and older stages of life, um, and so that's me just making the doing the maths and realise that it's because of my psoriasis. And there are other issues too, like which I haven't really been able to pinpoint, but I think it all stems from the same situation. Mm. Um, sorry, what was your question? Once you acknowledged the fact that it was affecting your mental, what steps did you take? In all honesty, I don't, I still haven't mastered the art of taking steps to sort of tackle it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so I think it was A-level time. Well, I say A-level time, we just finished my A-levels, but a couple months ago. Did you though? Did you? Oh, I didn't oh, even do oh, them. But, <laughs> uh, January-ish, uh, I had like my biggest meltdown I say and I was in school and I just went to the room and I cried and I called you and I called mom and you were like go to therapy and I was like no thank you um I didn't want my friends to think I was odd or I didn't want I think because I think there's a misconception in the sense that people think having skin condition is just purely about the skin Mm. And I was sort of battling my... I thought people would think I was being dramatic by saying it was affecting my mental mm. health. Um, and so me going to therapy for it, I thought that I'd be wasting her time, the therapist. Mm. I thought that people would just think I was being dramatic or I was looking for attention because how can your skin, something that just itches or bleeds or whatever, cause you to have mental, mental issues? Yeah. And so that's why I didn't want to go. Um, but I went, and my first session, I realised that like I actually have a problem. Like, um, she asked me uh, if you were to, on a scale, like how's your self esteem one to ten, and I told her two, and I literally bawled. I was like, I'm really hurting. I'm really upset. 
but I don't know how to I don't know how to express I feel mm. like people don't understand because it's all in like I, I tell you all the time it hurts me I'm in pain but I can never but I just understand. I can never get you to understand like what I'm feeling and I just don't know how to is that both physical and emotional physical pain? emotional um physical I feel like you can see what it does to me like it's mm. not it's not pretty but I never know how to express what it does to my brain mm. right but I think the biggest thing I took from the therapy is that I have an issue with acceptance. Mm. My issue is the fact that I can't accept that I have the psoriasis because... No, I accept that I have the psoriasis, but I can't accept the fact that I'm going to get better because there is no cure. And because there's no cure, and like, I'm always going to see it, I'm always going to be upset, it's always going to hurt me. So I don't really care to sort of work on my mental state. Yeah. And I... I Sorry, no, I was just going to say, I think I find it really hard because I'm not in your position. But I think that's why I always try and push you to like, you know when you can't change something, yeah. you have to try and own it. Does that make mm. sense? So when I think about, I always tell you about like Winnie Harlow. When I think about Winnie Harlow, that's not something her, Versaligo is not something she can change. But the girl has owned it mm. and is storming the beauty industry. Do you mm. get what I mean? I feel like once you take ownership of something, it can no longer own you. Which is why I'm always like, and, But I always agree with you, and like, I'm always like, but it's my thing is so yeah. easier said than done. Yeah. 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 One of the main reasons why I struggle like mentally is because I fight so hard to try and accept the facts, mm. but like, mm. there's just a barrier, and I'm just like, it. I don't ever see myself. And I'm talking in present tense because I'm still struggling with it. Like, mm. I can't see past the exterior mm. and my I think my my therapist said to me once I was like you're such a lovely person and you you she just said you just can't see past the fact that you are like more than just your psoriasis. you're more than just your psoriasis and you don't allow and I said here like I, I hinder myself from being who I want to be and like who I actually am just because of this thing that I think people can see and people judge me for mm. She just says your psoriasis makes you forget what a great person you, you are. Mm. And that and you were something before it, it came, came into your life, yeah. before it became a thing. Exactly, yeah. because you were living your life as you wanted to live before it started affecting your mental health. Yeah. So I think above everything, you need to like try and accept that. Mm. But then also I think it's necessary to have people around you who are always going to be kind of helping you remember that. Because we all forget that, you know, that it's... We all get caught up in the look sometimes and we all mm. forget that there's more to there's it. More to a person. Definitely. And obviously it's hard because social media and all that kind of stuff, but we need to always kind of make a conscious effort to always try and lift her up as well when mm-hmm. she's in those spaces and try and remind her that beauty is not defined by the psoriasis. I said, oh, like it's not hindered. Mm. Like you can be beautiful with it as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Have you ever tried to cover up? Like, try to, like, do, like... I, mean, I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. like, makeup. Like, like, yeah, like, makeup. Once, but it didn't work. <laughs> I tried to, like, conceal my knees. <laughs> that sounds really funny. It's not, yeah, yeah, I tried to conceal yeah. my knees. Not, it didn't work. Like, it just doesn't work. It would just be patchy. Mm. So I just turned to clothes to... Clothes or just oh. stay in my bed. <laughs> what I do to cover it up. Um, but with my... As I said, with therapy, I think... Because I was saying I didn't want to waste a person's time. Mm. I definitely think it's a must. No matter what your issue is, 
I, I found it really good to just speak to someone from a different angle because it's, it's good to speak to you and mom and dad but a fresh perspective I needed someone non exactly and without mm. the argument coming in of like are you using this medicine jazz are you putting this on are you doing this because it's just frustrating talking to you guys about it because it's the same sort of but talking to her was really good and it gave me a space where I could just be honest because I I haven't ever spoken to my friends about the way my spices affect me ever. And I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say, has has anyone in school ever like mentioned anything no. treated you differently? The only problem I had was sock season when I wore socks one time. A friend of mine in my year group um, was staring, and I could see like she was staring at my legs, and I went into some sort of school quiet day, or whatever. That's the only problem I've had. But I've never, my close friends, I've never spoken about it to someone except one who was looking to, um, she was asking me about mental health and something like that. Or I think at the beginning of lockdown, I did a video on my <laughs> my private story where I was just saying that people should like look out for people, blah, blah, blah. And then four weeks later, she said, are you all right? And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what, what do you mean? Later? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, uh, are you okay mentally? And I said, mm. <laughs> What does <laughs> this mean? Where, who has said something? Did I say something in my sleep or something? Mm. And I just told her, um, yeah, well, I have this this problem. I had to, I've been having therapy. And she's like, oh my God, you're so good at hiding your mm. emotions. I'm the mother in my friend group. I'm very good at giving people advice. And I, like the advice I give is like, I'm living this perfect, happy life. But mm. nobody knows that I actually struggle with things and everyone's like oh you're so good you give the perfect advice you're so good at this but I don't give that advice to myself mm. or I'm so kind to them but I'm not kind to myself and I'm more time I'm like crumbling or mm. crying in my bed mm. but they wouldn't know so mm. if they're listening to this now this is the first time they'll hear that, that I've been in therapy yeah. and I have issues you're brave sorry what you did do you want to say something no. that what you've just said touched on brought two ideas to my mind first mm. one is this is the reason why we need to like open up and share and be vulnerable with people because then when they message you to ask and you know check up on you i guess in your case you were able to um actually disclose and tell what was going on but then some people because it's so out of the blue and i'm not used to talking to you i'm not gonna tell you anything mm. i think it was really funny my sis my sister messaged my cousin and was like and just out of the blue i was just like oh i love you and my sister my cousin called me i was like um is, is everything right? okay she's that like oh so where's pretty and it's like it's a thing where it's like i mean it was nothing was happening she no, just felt but... like saying it but i think that's why we need to be a bit more tell people that you like yeah. them don't no, wait until no. something detrimental is happening. Don't wait until someone has passed to now express how much they meant to you or yeah. what they did for you. Like, let's be. You should always be trying now, to appreciate honest. people. Tell people that they like you love them. Um, always be there to actually ask people questions about what is really, really going on. Because some mm. people, in my opinion, just always have very shallow friendships. Like they will have loads of friends, but like they don't ever. I mean, this was me as well before. Like, I had loads of. Well, I had friends. I had friends, and we would talk, but like we would never ever speak about things that actually mattered. And that I think made me feel very lonely mm -hmm. because it's like I feel like I'm experiencing all these things, but actually, and I'm speaking to all these people, but no one actually knows yeah, what going is going on. on. Did yeah. you ever feel like that? That like you yeah. kind of feel like filled, filled? Yeah. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The other day, my mom was like, "Jazz, 
do you want to start talking like we're leaving school but you haven't told your friends anything do you want to start practicing because you're about to go to uni <laughs> and like you want to because something about like yeah, psoriasis about like yeah psoriasis because i maybe maybe some of them don't even know i have it like mm-hmm. i've never i've never ever ever spoken about it um and like my biggest questions in life sometimes is will i find a husband to love or will will i find friends like i was one of my conversations in therapy was about like i was scared to go to uni and start afresh because I've become so comfortable with the people I'm around. Mm. Someone's gonna ask me, obviously, like, mm. what, what is that on your arm? I need to get more comfortable because at the end of the day, like, it's not going anywhere. And I've said that there's no mm. cure, so I have to sort of just accept the married yeah. fact. That's what, yeah, I think definitely talking about it will kind of help it have less power over mm-hmm. you. Um, so I think, I mean, you're already telling the world, I guess, <laughs> about it, so that's a good start. Um, but I think you're gonna, gonna do great because I mean, you might feel bad about it, but it's also just reminding yourself that it's it's some people. I mean, I might not be the best person to say this, or I might not have enough knowledge of human beings. But especially at uni, people aren't ever gonna come up to you and be like, "Ew, what's there?" We're not in primary school. We're not in primary school. Yeah. And to be honest, sometimes I even get scared to ask people about like scars. I have to be very comfortable with you. T- and even when, like, mm-hmm. even at that point, I'm like, yeah. And people would not stare. I think, I mean, that could also be a thing where it's like, okay, cool, there's an obvious, like if I had like a huge scar on my face, it, sometimes for me, I would feel like, oh, just ask me about mm. it, then just like stare. Then but that's, that's where I become my biggest enemy, like about what people, people I think people, for example, um, we went shopping, right? Like four weeks ago. And I've never had sort of a, I don't, I think, I'm going to be honest, I think it was a panic attack, but I couldn't breathe. Like I was just, Okay, um, so we went shopping and you and mommy were like buying your things and happy and you know you had all these short sleeves. I was angry because I couldn't, well I can if I wanted to, but I couldn't bring myself to go and buy those things because I, it didn't cover where I needed it to be covered. Mm. I was angry because I was frustrated at you. <laughs> I was frustrated at you for the fact that you felt so comfortable confident and comfortable in yourself and I was like why can't it was jealousy like why can't I Mm. just not care um and then on top of that I was wearing like a t-shirt dress and I was like why the hell did I wear this today because I felt like anyone walking past was looking at my elbow anyone looking past was looking at my knee my head was spiraling I just couldn't breathe so I went to leave you guys and I went and you asked me like what was wrong my whole mood just changed because we were outside walking and then we went in a shop and as soon as we entered the shop I saw clothes and mummy was asking me Jazz do you want this I was like everybody shut up leave me alone like I'm gonna collapse I was just it was too much and I just like I need to more time nobody cares like no one is actually looking at me when i was saying oh someone's looking at my elbow i know in my brain that no one is looking but i can't sanction my mind to remember that like mm. it's just me mm-hmm. um and i think that's another issue i like i have problems with just mm. getting out of my head and being in quarantine and lockdown hasn't been easy i definitely mm. think um being in school i'm in a much better space because there are distractions with teachers and i'm always walking somewhere i'm always with people mm. lockdown i've literally i haven't had any distraction essentially i've just been in the same four walls and so i've been in my head and um looked in the mirror more and been able to to 
pick out things and seeing different scars and seeing different things that I don't like about myself. And so it hasn't been an easy time, thanks to Miss Corona. Um, I have struggled a lot, but I feel like getting into the motion of going back to normality in school is sort of bringing up my spirits a, a bit. Mm. So I'm excited for a new sort of start. Honestly, like every Christmas or every New Year, I have the same resolution. Is it revolution or resolution? Resolution. Resolution, where I'm like, this is the year that I'm going to love myself. This is the year that I'm going to make a, 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 do a post on Instagram and be like, guys, this is my bit. And then, I've been trying to get this girl to do one naked photo. She's like, <laughs> huh? Okay, let me relax. I don't mean like. I mean, oh, I know what you mean. I think you should. I think you should ask this to be. Honestly, it'd be so freeing. Every year, I've said it so many times. Okay, we're all going to go on holiday. (laughs) I'm going to do a bikini shoot. I'm going to show my leg. We're waiting for you, please. Um, and then by January second, I'm I'm like, this book was I thinking. I'm crazy. (laughs) No, I think. Well, we're going to keep you accountable for it. So now we're watching. We're waiting for it. It will come Um, one day. I think one, one thing that we could all also remember is that self-love and that whole journey is a it's it's up and down it's mm-hmm. not linear Mm-mm. like it's not a thing and and that's okay because sometimes I'm like, going to love myself I'm going to love myself I'm going to love myself some and you think that you're never be. going to feel sad but some days actually you're going to not feel yourself as much but then mm-hmm. that is also part of the process mm-hmm. and it's just get to the point where it's like you're able to okay cool despite I'm not feeling like I love myself does not mean that I don't love myself. Mm. Yeah. That's what I think that's what yeah. I get conflicted about my brain because if you know me I am quite vain. <laughs> like yeah. I am quite, quite like that's another thing as well. Very like, it's, it's honestly just my That's another reason why you would never think. Yeah. That's the thing, like I don't even know how to explain. I literally have a const- a constant battle in my brain of like, oh I look great but mm. I hate this and that and mm. that. It's always a battle. But I'm never shy to post on Instagram. I'm never shy to take a Because you're video. beautiful. Like, Jasmine, yes. yesterday we went to dinner. Sweet. Recall me coming down the stairs. Literally, <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, my dad just came. He just looked at her like this. <laughs> and then started descending. Oh, no, because I feel myself a lot of the time. But then you do. That, that's honestly Which just a moment. And then that all of that is overshadowed by, by what mm. comes with everything else. Mm. And so... It is a constant thing that I'm trying to get better at, and it is a constant thing that it's a process. But Mm. I think Justin's always like, you have to be willing to go through that process. But my argument is always, how do I start? And so it's something that I just need to keep trying. And Mm. yeah, I think starting, I think it's accepting what is, yeah, and moving on from there. And like we were saying, we've said in so many episodes, everything is a journey. Shut up. We've said in so many episodes, everything is a journey. Take it day by day and give yourself grace. Yeah. Like, cut yourself some slack. I don't know how many times I'll say that. It is literally being like, this is who I am. Everybody should take me or leave me, but I need to make sure I take myself. It's also, oh, sorry. How could you just raise your hand like that? Sorry, you don't. Yeah, yeah, Another thing, oh damn it, I forgot. Wow, <laughs> all of that just to get. I had to say another thing is just I think part of acceptance, that acceptance and loving yourself is literally forgetting about the opinions of other people. Mm. It doesn't matter, and I know, I know that it's um, easier said than done, but just 
what you think about yourself is definitely more, more important than anybody else. So you can be thinking that, oh, this person can see this girl with my hand in, think it's weird. That's their business and not mine. Mm. Like, you have no control over that. So just trying to um, literally forget about the opinions of other people. Mm. That's yeah. one thing that I'm trying to do about for myself as well. It's like, you can think, people can think that you're great, like you look good, and they can think that you don't look good either way. As soon as you think you look good, that's all that matters. Mm. It's true. It's literally, I think one thing I need to, I'm going to try and do it and just be so radical. It's like, I literally don't give a damn about mm. anybody else and what mm-hmm. they think. As in? Because you always think, oh, people are thinking that this, people are thinking that this, but it's like, another thing is that people are all consumed in their own thoughts and their own issues. Mm. And that's, I think that's one way for everybody to try and, you know, help, um, conquer or whatever master acceptance is just literally forgetting about you're not getting acceptance from everybody you're getting acceptance from yourself yeah it comes from you first it has to be you have to make the first step i think and i think sorry to get to the end of my life and think i never did things because (laughs) i will die one day but to get to that point and think everything I did, I thought of what everyone else thought mm. first, yeah. before I thought about yeah. myself. I'll be very upset with myself. Oh, I never did this. I wish I did yeah. this because yeah. Um, yeah. I never did this because of other people's... No, I think life is too short for me to be unhappy all the time. So yeah. I, need to, I need to get to it, basically, because I'm wasting time. Yeah. Um, Whatever makes you happy is what you should be trying to do. And then, like, something that you always remind me is that, like, God made the mistake of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And oops, sorry, you people on this blah blah blah. Sorry, no mistake. And that's another battle. Like I'm always like, if he did love me, like why is he making me feel this pain physically, and why is he making me feel this pain emotionally? But you have to remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe this is a, this what I'm doing now. Maybe like um, an example of the fact that he didn't make a mistake, and I'm talking about it, and mm-hmm. maybe it will help someone else who might have mm-hmm. eczema or vertigo yeah. or something else. Um, so yeah, I think another thing you have to remember. This is a whole other conversation, but we live in a fallen world, so a lot of the negative things that happen to us maybe were never God's intentions, mm-hmm. but through everything, He's gonna show His glory. Yeah, that's literally it. That's why I say like you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and you've got to remember that about yourself before any other external thing comes comes and tries to take that away from you. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll try, thanks. No problems, <laughs> anytime. But yeah. Oh, Jess, hold on. Honestly. I think this is really good. I think this is going to help people. So and it's, yeah, it's just more transparency. It's, yeah. it's great. I'm, I'm happy for people to, especially my friends, I feel like I'm happy it's, it's online and I don't actually have to say it to their face. But at least <laughs> they'll, they'll listen and they'll hear like maybe why Sometimes, because sometimes, oh, I'm not a morning person, but like in I my room, anyone in this house is a part maybe like <laughs> my two friends who I share a room with, like when I'm more quiet and like, maybe they'll understand now, with? like a study, study room. room. Oh, okay. Because sometimes like I'm in physical pain and like I just don't talk to mm. anyone, so maybe they'll understand why mm. I'm quiet some days and sometimes I'm not, or maybe why more time when I tell you I'm busy to go out, I'm not, I just don't want to go out, I don't have anything to wear. So maybe you, maybe you'll understand now. Yeah. What do you think is your biggest like goal in terms of like what what are you trying to achieve in terms of like when you've accepted yourself and your own honestly good? just being happy. I'm mm. always too unhappy and I'm always too sad about it. I just want to be. I just want to smile. Mm. 
and I just want to not care about it. I don't want it to be at the forefront of my mind all the time. Mm. So I think a mentality change is my is my yeah. biggest goal. Mm-hmm. Don't know when it's going to happen. Hope it's sooner rather than later. But that is my that's my end goal. Mm. It's a journey. It's yeah. a journey. It's, and even when you reach when you feel like you've reached the end of that journey, it will still continue to be a journey. Yeah. Mm. It's not the destination; it's a journey. Amen. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Thanks for she sharing that with us. Thank you for allowing me to share. You have no problem. Anytime. You're fabulous. So You're doing fabulous. amazing, sweetie. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, she's trademarking that. I don't blame her. Yeah. Yeah. See, you, you can't she doesn't saying. miss a dollar, that woman. She just trademarked really? it. You know when Kim was posing naked for Blake? <laughs> <laughs> she now says, You're doing Kim, you're doing amazing, sweetie. And she's like literally, literally it's the funniest thing. She's mocking the double tap on the like sweet um tops and jumpers oh. and that's Jenna does not miss a dollar. Yeah. She just mm-hmm. did it. Rise and shine. She sang the, it day once. After, the, hoodies, the, the day after they had hoodies. The day after. How did you produce those? Don't miss it. The day after tree. No, I didn't mean they were talentless. I meant Scott Disick has, has a, a brand or talent. Oh, okay, I was going to say. No, no, no. no. I was like, wow. Sorry. Okay, guys. They never, they never, they never. They never, they never, they never miss a dollar, man. Ever. ever. Yeah. Jinx. Jinx. Um. Justin oh. has something she wants to say. <laughs> I think I'm going to kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to okay. kick her out. I have two diaries. because one is like a statement, but it's clever. The other one's a joke. So okay. what's up with the statement? Parallel lines have so much in common. It's a shame they'll never meet. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did really like the reaction there. No comments. Um, why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Why can't a nose be? Because you're not oh, Pinocchio. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I have no clue. Because then it would be a foot. What? Because 12 inches long. Oh, a foot long. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. quite good. That's quite good. That's quite good. That's quite good. Love to hear it. Yeah, that was Ooh. good. Wasn't bad. Anyway, thank you guys for <laughs> Jane, man. tuning in. So one day you have a I'll never do stand-up comedy day. the way Jamie acts to me. <laughs> Please, I'll be honest. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, we did. I fascinated. Um, thank you so much, Jasmine, once again joining us on our podcast um which accent is this one oscar <laughs> it's an american uh, stop it now anyway <laughs> uh, bye bye thank you guys <laughs>